Welcome to the So Live podcast. So Live is an educational nonprofit with a mission to make effective, non toxic cancer treatments more accessible to the public while promoting general health, wellness, and happiness. This podcast is an extension of that mission. Thank you from So Live. Welcome back. This is Shanalee Schultz, Executive Director of So Live. And with me today is board member and eating psychologist Tracy Keller. Hi, so good to be back. And we also have a very special guest, the Elizabeth Johnson. And correction, it is Chef Elizabeth Johnson of Farm Table Restaurant here in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So there's one thing that I love about your restaurant, Elizabeth, and that is everything. But I want to really narrow it down to what your mission is. And this is what was a, a big draw for So Live as an organization when we saw your mission is to actually increase the quality of life. And that's where you focus on with anti-inflammatory foods. And so we'd love to talk to you today about the inspiration behind creating Farm Table. Well, at the time, it was five years ago, five, six years ago, I was really compelled to look at myself and to look at the world around me. And I was asking myself some pretty hard questions about what my mission in life was and why I was really here and what a positive impact, if any, I was having on my community. And at the time I was looking at the uh, epidemics that we're currently experiencing both with cancer as well as uh, other, other sicknesses that people associate more with food, although cancer is obviously affected by our environment and food and genetics and all sorts of things. And really everything led back to this word of chronic inflammation or this concept of chronic inflammation. And so I, I started thinking, well, what would happen if I could come up with a way of eating that reduced inflammation in the body and helped heal people? And so when I was looking for a synonym for culinary medicine, that's when I found the word farm table. It just kind of came to me. And, uh, and we've been trying to heal people with food ever since. I love that. I love eating, first of all. So what better way to heal my body? That's right. And um, what is the, the, the famous quote, let food be dine medicine? Um, I think that's a really, really wonderful mission and, and focus for your restaurant. And I first learned about you through Tracy Keller. And she had uh, talked you up a little bit, Elizabeth. That's right. I was extremely impressed. Um, I worked a little bit with Elizabeth at the Divine Healing Center. And I do the eating psychology part of the meal. And when Elizabeth would come in and talk about her mantras, that's what really drew me in. I was like, okay, this woman really understands the, the depths of the power of food. So I, one of my questions that I wanted to ask you is, first of all, what brought you to a place of, like, did you always love to cook? What even got you to a place of wanting to be um, the owner of a, of a restaurant? Well, what's funny, and let me go back for a second, Tracy, because, you know, when Tracy and I were working, or, or when we do work with one another at the Divine Health Center, it's, uh, it's really powerful because our vision and our 
um, I guess, our philosophies of food are so intertwined that we can almost finish each other's sentences. <laughs> and so it's just been a real joy to find like-minded people in the community, like Tracy, uh, as well as Nydia, you know, I think everyone, there's a community, a very vibrant community that exists, and uh, we just need to keep feeding it and nurturing it so it grows. But uh, in terms of um, in terms of the question that, that you just asked, Tracy, I think that, um, actually, I lost my train of thought. What did you just ask me? So I want to lead up to the mantras, but, oh, yeah. but how, what even got you interested in because you and I spoke mm-hmm. a little bit about your your original degree and mm-hmm. what you had, you know. Sure. So I, um, okay, so I was not born in the United States. I was born in Central America. I was born in, in Honduras. And I kind of was always, I guess I've always been enamored of uh, cultures and other countries. And so growing up, it was always like the Maya and it was uh, Mesoamerican culture and anthropology. And that led me in college to study anthropology. That's right. Then um, I also um, had the opportunity to live in Mexico. And when I was living in Mexico, this is post, you know, anthropology um, uh, degree work. I ended up going to cooking school in Mexico and okay. I also ended up uh, taking a master's in pre-Columbian cuisine at the National University of Mexico City called the UNAM. And when I did that, I was just absolutely obsessed, and I think I am still today, just about how traditional societies um, like grew their food, how they nourished themselves uh, from their food, and how much of it was foraged, or how much of it just was coming out of their farm, their milpa, like their little garden, effectively outside their house. And so um, I spent a lot of time traveling and I I spent a lot of time in communities listening to people, you know, inviting me into their homes, inviting me into their communities and explaining to me, this is hot, this is cold, this is what we feed somebody after they've given birth, this is what we do when somebody has a cold, this is what we do when somebody has a skin rash. And I was just fascinated. Truly food was medicine. Yeah, food was absolutely medicine. And so I've always just had this natural um, interest in homeopathy as well as foods that are naturally healthy. Not where you take a recipe and you say, okay, I'm going to strip away all the bad stuff and then I'm going to try and make a fake version of what that food is. I'm not... Guilty. I'm I'm not actually into that. For whatever reason, I just want to find foods that are like naturally healthy. Um, And so I think you'll also see that reflected on the menu at Farm Table. I don't have like fake meats and I don't have a lot of other fake things that. that... A lot of other vegetarian restaurants have, and I don't want to say anything bad about those vegetarian restaurants. I just feel like that's a processed food. So for me, I'm not going to go there. So if I've removed, you know, wheat, dairy, sugar, processed foods, um, and too many animal proteins from the farm table food philosophy, then for me, some of those processed vegan or vegetarian foods are off limits because they're really not healthy for us. And so, um, so when I found... Um, So when I was teaching at the Culinary Institute of America, and I was there as a Latin cuisine specialist, and so everything I did was all about Latin America. Well, about halfway through um, my career there, they said, hey, we would really like for you to start teaching courses on 
Asian cuisines and these different, you know, they were, they kept handing me other parts of the world. And so I had to start reading up on other parts of the world. And when I did that, and I started understanding this concept of yin and yang, which is like the pinnacle of, you right. know, traditional Chinese medicine, and it also has a big part in Ayurveda as well. I always kept going back to this like base of like my Latin American um, educational roots and my interests in Mesoamerican culture. And I said, this is so cool because whether you're in India, whether you're in China, whether you're in Southeast Asia, whether you're in Mexico, Honduras, Peru, basically people are speaking the same language and they have the same relationship with ingredients with herbs and spices and with foods and so that continues to be my inspiration to this day for create like going back in time and right. trying to like take this ancient wisdom which is just nascent which is there which we need to resuscitate and to bring it back to you know bring it bring it forward so that we can hopefully help heal ourselves with food because as you well know, 80% of our health and wellness is based on nutrition, right. and all of these uh, diseases are, um, they can be cured with diet, they can be cured with nutrition in large part, um, and they can also be prevented in large part with nutrition. So that brings me back to the mantras. Like, what, how did you create the, because that's where I really connected with you, the power of the breath. Oh, that's well, that's just number one. It is absolutely number one. And I found that out the hard way. So I think that when you are, when anyone goes through any sort of a trauma or a loss, and you're just in that place where you feel just utter awful desperation, and whether you've lost a family member, or you've, you know, gone through something really hard personally, or you've lost something really dear to you, um, it's that process of um, mourning that is just really, um, it's a it, it, it's a cycle, right? And it's, right. you have to get through it. And if you don't breathe, you will not be able to get through it. And Nydia taught me that. I went to Nydia when I was in a state of really severe loss. And I had some of the most awful pains you can possibly imagine. I had convinced myself I must have, that, that I had cancer. I went to the doctor. I said, I have the most awful pains I have ever felt in my entire life. I think I'm not like, I think I'm dying here. The body stores the trauma. Oh, it's so awful. And so she laid me down. I'll never forget it. Put my knees up, put a you know, put like a, a pillow underneath my knees and started showing me how to activate the parasympathetic part of my brain and how to breathe, how to exhale more deeply than I inhaled and how to literally just start unwinding the trauma that I was living through. And it was really this trauma that made me reevaluate my life, that made me reevaluate my body, my relationship to the world around me. And that's what led me to farm table and wanting to heal other people was that I was Beautiful. healing myself. And then I was have, and then I said, well, I've just got to share this with other people. And so I just want to interject briefly. You mentioned Nydia a couple times and Nydia is going to be on our show very soon. It's uh, Nydia Darby, and she's an incredible practitioner um, who's obviously has worked with Elizabeth and with uh, myself and Tracy as well. But just to share a little bit more about her practice, uh, I know she has her yoga studio and she really focuses on breathing techniques and the vagus nerve, things along those lines. And so you'll learn more about uh, Nydia in the near future. Um, and we'll also put some, some notes in the comment on that as well. But 
now that you have Elizabeth, this inspiration to to really share this knowledge with people. We know that you have Farm Table as a full-time restaurant. What other avenues do you use to educate and share with the community aside from the restaurant? Well, one of the things that I think is a huge asset um, uh, that we provide is uh, regular cooking classes. So we provide three cooking classes a week. And uh, not a week, I'm sorry. We provide three cooking classes a month. And those cooking classes range from hands-on cooking classes to demonstration-only cooking classes. And we look to start expanding that more into 2020. It's something that it was a personal goal of mine to, uh, to begin the regular cycle of cooking classes. And now we have almost a year, under, a year and a half under our belt of doing these classes. And what's really powerful to me is that the hands, I, I'd like to get into a larger facility so that we could actually um, host more of the hands-on cooking classes. What's a normal uh range for well, how many people you have right now we cap it at six okay and i think that's a very comfortable number for a hands-on cooking class because otherwise it gets too big and too unruly and so we have you know we have three groups and we break people up into groups of two but what's really powerful is that um after that group of six people has gone through the the cooking class and then we sit down we go through the 10 mantras of the farm table kitchen, and we do an eating exercise very similar to what Tracy would do with her um, with, with with her groups. And what I ask our students who've just cooked their meal, I ask them to eat with intention, and I ask Beautiful. them to chew every bite of food twenty to thirty times, and I ask them to take one breath in between each bite. And before we plate our food, I ask them to put their hands together, their palms together, so that they can see what a cup of their two hands looks like. And I ask them to try to approximate that portion size on their plate. And what's really interesting is that a lot of people can't even finish their whole plate if they breathe in between each bite and if they, you know, chew their food 20 to 30 times because one of the mantras of our kitchen is to not overeat mm-hmm. and to eat until you're eight, uh, 30 or I'm sorry 80 percent full so that you leave room in your gut between water air and food so that your body has the room to digest what it's eating and it's um anyway just everybody becomes like a family after that experience and it's really positive and then what's stunning to me is that I have people who take the class more than once wow like if if there's three groups they want to come back and they want to do the class and they want to do every single station of the class. And I never in a million years would have thought that. And everybody always thanks me profusely, like from the bottom of their heart at the end of the class for doing this. And for, cause it's, you know, it is a big commitment of my time. You know, I take half a day once right. a month to do this hands-on cooking class. And my goal is to really train more of my staff uh, to do so that we can have like a whole army of um, food as medicine soldiers out there uh, being able to do more of these classes because they have such an incredible impact to the point where people like they want to cry they get emotional I I I cry about my food too I get it (laughs) (laughs) you know what I love it's really cool what I really love about this is 
It's one thing, and you and I have talked about this, it's one thing to have knowledge. And I, I feel like we're a society that it's so easy to get knowledge. You know, you, you pull something up on the internet, you get a new recipe. You, knowledge is great. It's fantastic. There is a huge difference between knowledge and experience. Yes. And what you have done is created an actual experience with food that leaves people satisfied mm-hmm. in a world that is so busy and so crazy where we we stay in this fight or flight Mm -hmm. so our our bodies don't even know how to digest food anymore and what you've done is you've taken food back to a celebration an experience and satisfaction that we've lost so what a beautiful gift that's exactly you know what what the very thing that i teach in eating psychology coaching you have created a way to have people experience it. And an experience doesn't leave, leave you. Mm-hmm. Knowledge will come and go. Mm-hmm. An experience will not leave you. So what a gift. And it's not even just what she's teaching. If you look at a plate that Elizabeth has prepared or, or has been prepared at farm table, it is a party. The plate is. It is so festive, <laughs> so colorful. I don't know how many pictures, you know, people take every time they come in there to eat and put on Instagram or some we form do of social. Every time we go in but there. we can't go in there without taking a picture of our food and sharing it because it's beautiful. It's literally a work of art. And I feel happy before I've even tasted it just from looking at the expression on my plate. So that's that's huge because sometimes when you're thinking of health food, you don't think of going, mmm. <laughs> you know, when you look at the plate or realizing how delicious it's going to look. But uh, your presentation is absolutely beautiful as well. Well, I believe from a psychology perspective that we, um, that we eat with all our senses and our eyes are a huge sense. And the olfactory is really important too. And so obviously you can't taste your food unless you can smell it, unless you're, you know, you, the, the smell factor is working. But also um, you're not going to even want to eat the food unless it looks beautiful. So I tell my staff that... The food has to look as beautiful um, uh, as it tastes, uh, and it also needs to be abundant because I don't want people walking away hungry. I'd rather that they left a little bit on their plate mm-hmm. or, um, you know, because I feel like that there's just like this value, it, whether it's accurate or not. Um, we live in Texas. We live in the United States, and there is definitely a value association with a quantity of food rather than the quality of food. But what's interesting is that I think that because the quality of the food is so um, nourishing mm-hmm. and because it's it's so big that a lot of people get full more quickly than they realize because it's not just empty calories that they're eating. It's like very nutritious uh, mm-hmm. calories. So that's also nice. Yeah, you do a fantastic job with presentation. And not just the presentation, we've experienced the taste. And the food is fantastic. And I know um, when I have a couple of days in a row that I know I'm just going to be on my own, I just go and pick up up your meals, which is also another. I want you to tell our audience a little bit about your meal prep preparation sure. that that you offer well we've been uh, we actually launched as a meal prep company so i didn't oh. actually want to have a restaurant i wanted to have a meal prep company 
and the meal prep company morphed into a restaurant. And we've been doing meal prep ever since we launched, which was December 15th of 2014. So we're coming upon almost five years, which wow. is really, really profound. Uh, and so we do, um, we have a meal prep um, uh, that you can sign up for online. It's, uh, it's actually, we call it a meal plan. And so it's, a, it's about nine meals total. And so you can either share that with your partner and with your family, or you can eat all of that by yourself. Uh, there's some different, uh, we're looking to evolve that, that part of our business in 2020. Um, so stay tuned for further details. And then in terms of um, some other outlets, we also sell uh, almost every portion of that meal plan. We sell it individually to a company called Farmhouse Delivery, which is a company that delivers to people's homes in San Antonio, Austin, Houston, and Dallas. So we actually um, deliver to them uh, four times a week. They fill orders, and then they can deliver it to your office, to your home. It's a great resource. Wonderful. And then you can also sign up for like a produce subscription, all from local farmers that you can get delivered with items from farm table along with items from other people. And uh, they also have a meat subscription, you know, if you wanted that, uh, like a, they have, you know, the farming uh, subscription, but it's a great resource. You can check it out online. And then as of um, tomorrow, uh, we will uh, we, uh, we will have four of our products in the bakery section at, full, at Whole Foods uh, live. That's exciting. That's so uh, the, the bakery section here in both of the San Antonio stores will be stocking our uh, chocolate avocado mousse, which is on our it's menu for the so event good. in November, yes. as well as uh, three of our cheesecake varieties, which is a really nice option. I'm calling it a superfood, uh, you know, to go treat, but it's also a great breakfast item because it's, you know, made with dates and it's low sugar and it's got all these great fats to help nourish the brain mm -hmm. first thing in the morning. And this with, you know, a cup of tea or coffee, depending on what you have in the morning, what's, whatever your ritual is, it's really um, quite decadent, quite nice. I, you had me at cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake for breakfast. So all yes. of our all of our desserts, I, I joke that they're good for you treats. Mm -hmm. So um, none of our desserts are going to be made with any uh, refined sugar. They're all going to be gluten free, and they're um, actually all raw in their preparation technique. So it's just tons of superfoods that we're able to, you know, uh, make taste great and also feel great for your body. So this is this is definitely a personal question that I want to know, but I think a lot of people would be interested. When you're doing these these desserts that are good for you, what's your go-to sweetener? Where, where do you get the, where do you get your dates? Okay. Yeah. 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 I love dates. Dates. I uh, just can't say enough about them. They're great, and they have tons of fiber in them. Mm -hmm. And as long as you have, there's you know there's a huge debate right now about you know can you ever eat anything that has natural sugar in it like a beet or carrot or a date and I just tell people when they come to me and they're concerned maybe their doctors told them you know absolutely you know because they're 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 in recovery mm -hmm. or they might be going through treatment um, I just tell them first of all consult with your doctor um, and secondly that if you're going to consume anything that has sugar in it whether it's an apple a date etc as long as it has fiber mm -hmm. in there your body should be able to process it, and as long as you're not eating, you know, obscene amounts of that one product, right. you know, a, a sweet is one of the six flavors in the Ayurvedic flavor wheel. So, in order for us to keep our 
body's in balance and in order for us to be able to satiate our cravings, we have to eat all six flavors at every meal. And so if you say, I am not gonna have any sweet whatsoever, and you don't eat any food that has any sweet component, um, that again, a lot of those natural foods that I just listed, you may notice that your body starts going through like really intense cravings and the whole part of Ayurveda, which I think is so, um, so powerful, is this idea of balance. Your body is healthful and it's, you know, is able to avert disease when it is in balance. And so the only way to do that is to live a balanced lifestyle. So we can't really live in the two extremes, you know, of, you know, of the, of the scale. We need to be shooting for the middle in order for our bodies to be able to, fun to, to function in the way they need to. I'm so glad you brought that up as far as, um, I, you know, I have so many people I work with that are trying to cut sugar out completely okay. and not even using the natural sugars. And then they're beating themselves up and saying they don't have willpower. And yet it has nothing to do with willpower. It has everything to do with balance. So mm -hmm. that was a really good point. Well, and the other thing about, you know, natural sweeteners, like we use honey. We use raw honey um, as well as dates uh, as our sweetener. And so I think that's really important because when you're looking at sweeteners that are artificial, number one, it is absolutely scientifically proven that when you acclimate your palate for those sweeteners, whether it's in a Diet Coke or whether it's in any sort of, you know, pick your uh, artificial sweetener, um, you are automatically setting yourself up for never being satiated with anything that's, no, nothing's ever going to be sweet enough for you. That's right. And you're always going to be searching for that level of sweetness, which is either over or at that sweetener, and it's just not attainable in the natural world. You'll naturally gain 10 pounds a year doing that. I feel like this could be a whole uh, podcast topic for sure, just going back on this particular Absolutely. thing. Because there's a lot of questions that we have in this, and specifically me, and so... Um, I'm definitely, um, we, we'd love to have you back on to, to learn more about the proper balance of our, our nutrition and our diet. But I wanted to loop back around a little earlier, Elizabeth, you mentioned our upcoming event in November. And so I'd like to just share with everybody, if you haven't heard, if you haven't seen, So Live is hosting its third annual Healthy Habits for the Holiday workshop at Farm Table. And we are extremely excited because not only do we get to experience the farm table environment and food, but we also, whoever attends, gets to learn from Elizabeth's teachings directly. She's going to be going through an interactive presentation. Um, and and I'll, I'll let actually let Tracy and Elizabeth share a little bit on this, but it'll be with Tracy as well and with Nydia, who we mentioned a little earlier. So, ladies, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little synopsis of what they'll be ex expecting at our workshop. Well, it goes back to what you and I talked about earlier on this podcast is we are going to be able to give you an experience. We're going to take the knowledge that Elizabeth has along with some of the rituals that I've introduced to my clients and allow you to walk through them with us. And so, again, creating the, the experience of what does it feel like to be engaged with your food, to be intentional with your food. It's almost like a meditation over your food. And you will walk away with an opportunity to increase your metabolism naturally, to get in touch with uh, your taste buds and how you feel 
And what does it feel like to be engaged in your food? Or to be able to enjoy what you're eating and not activate all these bad hormones in your body that are going to be competing with your digestive system. But everything that you just said, Tracy, I'm really excited about. And we do a lot of events and we're always, you know, we're asked to cater events all the time and we host events all the time. But this event is actually kind of one of a kind. I've never done an event where I've been able to partner with two colleagues who I respect as much as you and Nydia and where we can actually create, like you said, an experience for our guests to actually equip them with tools that they're going to leave our event with that is going to prepare them for the Bermuda Triangle, which is Halloween. Um, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, because we want to keep people out of the Bermuda Triangle, and we want to give them the tools so that hopefully when they're in an environment or they're um, at an event where they're about to slip and to go down the hill, we want to give them the tools that they need so that they can refer back to, okay, if I go through these steps, I'm going to be more intentional with what I do, I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to go home and feel guilty tomorrow or right. feel guilty to, tonight. Um, I'm going to be more empowered. And so I feel like we're going to empower people um, on that's November a, that's 1st. That's a great word. Empowering them and to where you're not getting anxious about the next party. In fact, you're going to be able to look forward to the next party because you do have these tools to use. Right. Well, and the workshop itself is going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. So and what what you're going to learn while you're experiencing this knowledge, because like you said, it's the experience that you take with you, is that it's actually a fun thing to take with you. It's not something that, okay, now I know all the reasons to beat myself up when I go to the party. No, that's not the point. The no. point is how can you still have fun during the holidays and still take care of your emotional and physical well-being? Increase your metabolism. And yes, yes we've got some really great tools. So we'll post the link um, in the our, our podcast uh, description below, but you can also register at solivelifeevent.org. And again, that link will be down below. Uh, the event will be November the 3rd, starts at 4 o'clock, farm table. Don't miss it. Ladies, it's been such a pleasure. Elizabeth, thank you for being our very first guest on the Solo Podcast. Wow, I'm honored. <laughs> we are honored, and we've learned a lot, and we're probably going to be harassing you for more interviews in the near future because there's just so much incredible knowledge that you have to share, and we want to be able to share it with our community as well. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so it's much. It's an honor. Thank you. Our third annual Healthy Habits for the Holidays workshop is on Sunday, November 3rd at 4 p.m. at Farm Table. We'll have a social with one-hour interactive presentation, healthy appetizers provided by Farm Table, and clean crafted organic wine provided by Scout and Cellar. Early bird registration is $25 per person. After October 20th, tickets go to $35 per person. To purchase tickets, go to solivelifeevent.org. Again, that's solivelifeevent.org. We'll also include the link in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Thanks from SoLive. SoLive takes a holistic approach in that mind, consumption, and movement is your strongest ally in creating the mental and physical wellness you desire. Join us on this journey of sharing the best tips, insights, and expert advice we've come across. Thank you from SoLive. For more information, go to solivinc.org.